I think Gosh. I could kick it better than Fauci. <laughs> Fauci and, and Bryce Harper have the same throwing skills, apparently. They oh yeah, for the front the they, yeah, it goes off to the side. <laughs> yeah, what's up with those guys? From the mountains to the east to the caves to the west, you're listening to the real WTH show. Fresh cut grass, dirt, and love. The quality, consistency, and the price. Seventeen seventy six, the Declaration of Independence was signed. Eighteen sixty three, the Battle of Gettysburg. Nineteen twenty nine, the stock market crash. Nineteen sixty nine, the moon landing. Today, May sixth, twenty twenty one. Sixty nine, dudes. Whoa! What is Whoa. up, everybody? We're here. See, I didn't know where you were going with that, and I thought you were maybe doing the sixty-nine thing, but I also thought maybe you know, two years. What's well, coming up? We're I not thought, at the two-year. I, two year I part thought yet. I thought you were going to put a, a twenty nineteen. The real WTH was born. Well, it was, but I mean, come on! I mean, this is we've been pumping this show for weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now I'm like, what the heck am I going to do on our two year anniversary? <laughs> yeah, I got, I got to top that one. I got to up my game. So, so obviously this is episode number sixty nine of the Real WTH Show. I am your host Tommy, and I am joined here yeah. with just the he has the brightest smile and the bluest eyes. I think blue eyes. Wilson, Wilson, uh, how Hazel. are you? Hazel, I'm good. How's your um, week? Yeah. It was good, you know. I heard some Tried fun to get things. In a fight, you know, yeah. but it all worked out. Yeah, I love hearing your stories. Of, of and I'm not, and I, I'm not joined by Sosa, which we really wanted on this episode, but yeah, he's not ready yet. He he's he he's a little shy. He is, and but he's here in spirit. And this episode is dedicated to the Sauce Man himself. Mm-hmm. So Definitely. Well, th- this is going to be a fun one. We, we got some funny stories, um, a couple uh, pretty uh, hilarious stories, actually. One of them happened today. Um, oh, OK. Yeah. But anyways, uh, I'm, I'm going to go ahead and say we have something in the works, right? But we're not going to talk about it yet. Yes. Um, yes, we do. We will announce that at a later date. But some... something in the works today, actually something in the works today and yeah. um you can be involved if you want to actually yeah. we're encouraging you to and we will announce that um hopefully within the next couple of weeks we got to yeah. iron out a few little details but i mean they may or may not be making a feature film about us yeah 
I mean, it's a little niche too. So, I mean, yeah, a little more focused. Yeah, than this is but, exactly. I mean, yeah. I think I'll be played by like um, Adrian Brody, and you'll be played by I think Paul. No, 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 no. Remember, <laughs> your wife said Jason. Oh, Jason Statham. Statham. And what were you? Yeah. What were you again? I oh, I said DJ Qualls. <laughs> Probably Rob Schneider. There we go. Rob Sh- starring Rob <laughs> Schneider and Jason Statham. Speaking yeah. of which, dude, I just got greatest the action movie ever. Oh, yeah. Have you seen the Meg? I have. But you know what's more exciting is Wrath of Man. You've watched it? No, oh. I'm excited for it. Oh, yeah. me too. I actually went back and watched um, Mortal Kombat again with my wife. Oh, really? Um, That's good. There's some things I didn't see. I had I, I didn't put two and two together that when Kano and Sonya were fighting by her um, trailer that he yeah. spit on the gnome, I must have looked down. And then that's ultimately at the end, spoiler alert, how she kills him. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. So I know you only have Mortal Kombat X, correct? I used to. I don't have it anymore. Okay. New one, spoiler alert, they kill off a lot of OGs. Really? Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm only partway through the story right now, but they're killing off OGs. I got to get that. That's the yellow one that you sent me a picture of? Yep. Yeah, I got to get that one. Now, you said it's kind of like a you run around, but then then you could like choose the fight or how how is the gameplay on it? I'm I'm confused. Well, story mode is just you watch cutscenes and then you fight. Oh, okay. But there's also like the crypt, I think, is what in X you could run around and like do stuff, right? I think um I want to say mine was called like Mortal Kombat Shaolin Knights or Shaolin Maybe. Monks or something like that. This was like on the original Xbox or something like that. It was, it's been a long time. I don't know. You, yeah, but it, it, I, I know I've been playing, um, you know, MLB 20 still. Yeah. I think I'm we a, should like, play against each other. We should. Cause I have it and you have it. And I don't think this has ever happened before. I do. We should do a live Twitch stream. We should. And I have my Twitch account set up on my, uh, my Me too. PlayStation. Ooh, I'm like, yeah. where we're going with this. Um, yeah. that's I, that's not what we were talking about. It's either. not. Uh, no. I, I think uh, I'm almost at like uh, 100 home runs for halfway through my season in Road to the Show, so I'm pretty stoked about that. You're you, cheating. Oh, I'm not. I'm just I'm just hitting square all the time. Yeah, dude. on beginner. Yep. Yeah, I hate okay. truth. You know. That's right, buddy. You show that turd who's boss. Thanks, Tom Arnold. Yeah, um, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um speaking of that we'll get to that later uh, i'm sure we will playstation before we get into our world famous segment playstation just released their new free games for playstation plus um you got battlefield Days gone no that was last month oh um, Battlef- i need to go back on there then yeah battlefield v is five right yes yes yeah, so a battlefield five and okay stranded That's good and stranded deep which i've been playing that I, I think you I might like. Do not know what that is. So it's a but first. Person. Now I have the space to be able to download that. Right. Because you know they had Sniper Elite Four, right? Mm-hmm. For download like eight months ago. Yeah. And I I I said that I wanted it, so I put it in my library. I'm downloading that right now. 
okay yeah yeah i always i i download whatever and just throw it in my library that way i always have it yeah yeah um but stranded deep is like a first person basically where you just see your hands walking or moving but you're in an airplane you crash in the ocean it's a survival game and you are, you're on an island so you gotta build fires so it's like that sci-fi movie where they crash into the water and then there's stuff inside their spaceship and they don't know that they crashed. What movie is that? Is that Pandorum? Pandorum, maybe? No, Pandorum. They're, I think they're actually in space. One of those. Something yeah. like that. Good talk, Wilson. Good talk. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it's pretty cool. Like you build fires and, and you got to like, you know, you're hungry. So you got to go kill a crab and eat it. And so it's, you know, and, and then so I think you're what, saying you got crabs from this game. Y- yes. Pretty okay. much. I mean, I was, that I played little... it. Yeah. Oh, I, <laughs> I, I was, like, I was never playing mind. It. I went, a, I went a different way with that one. <laughs> it won't make me. Um, I played it oh, for like, okay. I played it for like 30 minutes, but like in order to save it, you got to build a fire. And I, for the life of me, could not figure out how to build a fire. I kept throwing the sticks down. I'm like, well, how do I light it? Like, I, I just rub I them together. Well, it tells you what to do. And then I think, cause there's like a bunch of mini islands. So I think once you harvest that whole island and you can like grow things that you, you get the, um, grow get things. The, I think you could grow like vegetables or, or, or I think you oh, like okay. replant like, um, win a different way with that one too. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, but like you, cause you can see another island in the, in the distance and then you, um, grab your raft. Boat. You have, you have a raft from the airplane crash. And then oh, you okay. paddle over to that. But as you're paddling, like you might get attacked by a shark and you got to fight the shark. Now you have food. And then you play man eater. <sighs> so do you have that one? <laughs> That's a great No, game. I thought about getting it because it's, it's $19 now at the stores. It's a lot it of fun. It was like 39. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun. And whenever you like go over by all, all the, the swimmers and you start attacking, they're like, ah! <laughs> they're like screaming. And you're, but then you got like, it's like, what? like, like, ah! like what? oh like that yeah um (laughs) come on tommy um but but it's kind of like grand theft auto so if you start eating people you start getting attention and then the hunters come after you so you'll see like all these lasers shooting down in the water but there's hookers in the ocean what are you talking about grand theft auto yes and then like the rocks move (laughs) and like an old sunken ship will be rocking back and forth (laughs) <laughs> oh, okay <laughs> um but what's funny about it is like once you're like you can like upgrade your shark to like a bigger shark then you just start annihilating boats then it's fun with freaking laser beams on their heads oh you know it is is there any other way so and there's another one. Oh, you weren't gonna do it i don't know what what do you want me to do that was another austin bowers reference yeah i don't have any i gotta find that one. Oh, okay insert clip here the only the only the only other one i have is uh the one i played those two that i played for you and this one (laughs) you recognize that one right (laughs) that 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 was fat bastard wasn't it no that's all the same scene oh it is that's when he's getting choked (laughs) oh he sounds like (laughs) bastard in that scene (laughs) so uh speaking of uh you know what Oh, okay. Go ahead. No, I want you to take it. You're good. Go ahead. No, I want you to do it. Okay. 
Uh, speaking of mosquito eaters, beers and cheers. You have a mosquito eater in your room? No, I just thought of what the chickens eat all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, the reason why I say it is because, you know, usually you, you'll look around the room and you're all speaking of mosquito eaters. I'm like, do you I'm know? running out of stuff. There's like dollhouse, Barbie, fish. Right. That's, that's about it. So say those you things. <laughs> so do, do we want to tell what we have planned as far as the beers and cheers these next couple episodes yeah let's do it because this is this is a, a thing for this is Sacramento an ultimate thing this is a first area. for us yeah um so i went and talked to scott today over at thin line um they have a new west coast ipa on tap which is called rising together um and it's a beer collab between the sack all the well I don't know if it's all of them, but people in the Sack Brewers Guild, all the breweries, um, were supposed to brew this beer and release it. And they gave a like base recipe to everyone that said, hey, use these things in it, but you can make it your own. So um, Scott brew a West Coast IPA. And then I also went to Log Off, which is another one that we've been to before. They brewed it, but they brewed a hazy IPA. And then I also went over to Movement, and they brewed it also as a hazy IPA. But they're all different flavors. So um, over the next few weeks, which is good for me, then I don't have to go out and find a new beer. Um, I'm going to review each one. So, And then maybe at the end, we'll, we'll crown a winner, which Corey already told me I have to crown them as the winner. Oh, but no so, bias okay. on this. Not whatsoever. No bias. None We're whatsoever. not the Houston Astros here, <laughs> Corey. Insert trash can um, sound here. So today I'm going to do log offs. And like I said, it's just called Rising Together. There's is the Hazy IPA, 7.9% AB. That's almost a double. Anything like eight and above. There you go. It's It's basically a, I mean, somewhat generic label on the can but it does have the um, name of the beer on it. Are they uh, all using the same sort of logo or are they all come up with their own logo? Uh, I can't. I mean, I think it's all, I, I think it's kind of the same because, you know, you got the rising together, but the text is rising. I think that's the same as movements. Okay. Um, Thin line still just has like the stickers that they put on their cans. that just say the name. Um. But these guys made a, a actual label for it. I mean, it's nothing special. It's got like little pictogram. What are those called? Hieroglyphic looking things. Um, in the background of like a map and a dog and a fire and a bike. Yeah, just a bunch of random things. But this one says it has Simcoe, Citra, and Galaxy Hops in it. We've had know. Galaxy Hops in something before. We've had all those hops, yeah. Something before I've heard of. I remember hearing the Galaxy one. I think it was it. It was the Moonraker. That sounds about right. That's that uh, had like a space theme name to it. I forget what it's called though. I think that was it though. Oh, I can already smell this. It's very smooth. Smooth. It's got yeah. It's got like a 
I wish I could have like shoved this in the fridge before, but it's not super warm, but it's not ice cold. The mountains aren't blue on this one. Um, but it's got a little bit of fruity flavor. Um, you can taste the hops, good hoppy flavor, even though it's only like 20 on the IBUs, but it's good. I like it for being 7.9%. It doesn't taste like it's that heavy on the alcohol. Um, no, I like this. This is good. Um, man, this is going to be hard. Let's give this a four and a half. Four and a half. Yeah. Now, do you think, um, tasting it colder would make it go up or do you think this is about where it's going to stay? This is about where it'd stay. I mean, it's always good to have a cold beer. But sometimes, I mean, if it's a little bit warmer, you can taste more flavor out of it. I think, at least for me. Well, it's it's not like it's like hot. It's it's still cold. It's just not fridge cold. You know, that that same thing applies. I drove here and set it down on the table because that same thing applies to soda. Because like if you drink like a Pepsi, it tastes like a Pepsi. But if you drink a warm Pepsi, I feel like you could taste a lot more of like the sugar when it's warm. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I could vouch for that, that you get more of the flavors, yeah. but you're right though. But like, then again, like with the waters, the sparkling right. waters, so I, was going I drink it. most of those room temperature. Well, I have a case of the green tea, citrus, um, caffeine ahas in my work truck that I leave in there. So when I get in there in the morning, you know, it's not, I mean, it's not going to be super cold. I mean, during the winter, it was super cold. But during now, it's like, like I just left them outside, but they're, they're fine. It, they're water. Yeah. It's water. It's not yeah. bad. I forgot to mention there's, there's the little Sack Brewers Guild logo right there. Okay. Yeah. Do you know how many breweries are in the Sack Brewers Guild? I do not, but these are the three that I knew did something for it. So that's where I went. Okay. And these cool. guys are cool. Shout out to log off too, because normally you would have to buy four of these. They don't sell like single cans like thin line does. And I went up to them and I was like, Hey, how many cans do I have to buy? Cause I just really want this one beer. And, um, they had them in a, like a, a refrigerated area, but they were all in four packs. And he's like, Oh, you got to buy four. And I was like, okay, that's fine. But then he's like, why? And I said, you know, I do a podcast and I was going to do a review of all, well, at least three of the the breweries that did this beer. And he goes, oh, okay. And he's like, you know what? I think we have singles in the back. So he went and grabbed a single for me. And then when that happened, I was like, oh, okay. And I looked up and I was like, oh, you have this hammerhead double IPA. Give me one of those too. So shout out to them for giving me single beers instead of having to buy a four pack that's cool yeah. and then were they one of the, were they one of the breweries that we were going to try to get on in the future that, that is movement? the one that kenny works at log off or yes. is that move okay cool yes i'm i actually i'm gonna do a correction on the last episode uh that pineapple strawberry water that i was drinking i think it was uh something pure lion something no, I thought it was Food Lion. Um, oh, that's what it. Yeah. Uh, I, I I didn't write it down, 
Um, but it was not by Food Lion. It was actually Aldi. We have an oh. Aldi here, which is kind of it. Aldi's weird. It's 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 bigger than a Trader Joe's, but it's smaller than like a Safeway. But they it's funny because they have like like Hostess cakes, and it's the same logo and everything, but it's not Hostess. It's like their own brand. It's like they copied the design. Uh, but they have uh, their own waters there, and then they have other. They have like Ahas and stuff like that too. But it, it was from Aldi. I think it was their ver- version of it or their make uh, and model. Aha. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Sparkling water joke. Oh yeah, you wouldn't know, plebeians. There's your first funny for the episode sixty nine. Oh yeah. Well, no, my first funny was that that intro. <laughs> yeah that was pretty good <laughs> um are you drinking something today oh today i i just my normal my favorite one my strawberry uh clear american uh oh, walmart okay. one these things are the bee's knees we bought like six cases the other day <laughs> uh okay so i'm gonna go straight into our cheers go for it unless you got something else no i got cheers but you're gonna kick it okay. off um so today today what is it may 6th 2020 willie may's birthday yeah say hey kid and he is 90 years old today 90 years young and did you know that he is the oldest living hall of famer right now really he is um he joined the new york giants in Oh shoot. Oh, 1951 at the age of 20. Um, I mean, the guys just got accolades after accolades, you know, but I mean, Willie Mays was, he was the real deal. Some would say uh, the greatest baseball player to ever walk the face of the earth. Yeah. I mean, he's close. That's the catch, right? Yeah. That was, that was, yeah. Like over the shoulder, basket catch throw to home basically and then he threw it and then when you when he threw it he was so off balance like he like tripped over himself but yeah no one's ever seen a catch like that ever in their life yeah and yeah i mean the the guy's just incredible and then um giants announced today um they're doing something in his honor it's it's like a I don't know if it's like a one-time thing or if it's something they're continuing to do like in the future, but um, they're raising money for uh, black athletes or maybe it's just black people to be able to get uh, tuition to college okay. in his honor. Okay. So, And he's cool also too. the godfather of Barry Bonds. I, I think, think he's the, so. I think he's the godfather of Barry Bonds. So that would let's see because Barry Bonds's dad was Bobby Bonds, who I believe also played for the Pirates. Yes, he did. Uh, uh, let's see who said this. Oh, Reggie Jackson. Here you go. You'd sit on the bench and watch Willie Mays. It was so exciting just to watch him. People did that with Jim Brown. They did that with the acrobats. Ac- oh, acrobatics and great of michael jordan it's like players today going to watch the pregame warm-ups of steph curry to watch willie warm up to throw the ball underhand to make a basket catch the beauty and the grace for the kids today it was like watching simone biles who's that she's a gymnast 
Okay. Um, it was like watching Mikhail. Oh man, I'm gonna butcher this. Barry Schnickoff. I don't know sure. who that is. It was poetry in motion. It was so beautiful, so pretty to watch this athlete just run on the field, catch a ball. I love to play against Willie Mays because it meant that I got to watch Willie Mays. Yeah. That's what it was like. I mean, for me as a, as a young kid going to giants games, dude, like sitting there on first base line, watching Will Clark play, dude, I was loving it. I was like, dude, that's will the thrill right there. Here's, here's a quote from the great King Griffey jr. Okay. I thought you were saying LeBron call, James. No, no, no. <laughs> um, he, he, he simplifies it. He says, I call him the godfather of center fielders. I'd agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. And Griffey, <laughs> some would say uh, best swing, best batting stance in all of baseball. The dude had a killer swing. Everyone, everyone mimicked his batting stance. I believe I everyone. thought, I think I did that in softball. <laughs> yeah. Um, he also said in baseball, comparisons are always made, but I didn't compare myself to him because Griffey was center field. Mm-hmm. Um but I also did not want to be compared to him. If that makes sense. You always want to be compared. Oh, I also didn't not want to be compared to him. If that makes sense. You always want to be compared to the best. Yeah. And Griffey's known to run through walls too. I mean, he, he, he put it out there. So you got two greats right there. I mean, I don't think Willie Mays was playing when I was a lot, when I was born. When did he stop playing? I was born in 81. Uh, I don't know. That'd be a long. That's a long career. He started in 51. Gosh, yeah, uh, that, that's a long career. But Lon Simmons, he just died, right? I think so. Um, the, He was the broadcaster for the Giants. He broadcasted all 14 years. Oh, yeah, right here. It says he only played 14 years, so he would have been. That would have been 61, 65 that he stopped playing. Oh, while he played in San Francisco. Did he ever play for another team? Do you know? Who was that? Mays? Yeah. No, I just don't know. I just think it was the uh the one that you're the you said the giant the New York, uh was it the New York Giants? New York Giants, and then they switched to San Francisco. Right. I, I don't know. I thought I thought he was just the one team. Which is oh, a rare, wait, rarity. It says all 14 years that Mays played in San Francisco once the, the team moved west in 1958. So that was until 60, 72. Is that right? 14 yeah. years past 58. I think so. Yeah. Um, his quote says, Willie was so good. The fans expected a miracle from him every day. So he gave them a miracle every other day. Yeah. I think, I can't remember. I think my dad might have saw Mays play. I mean. Uh, could you imagine though? I mean, picture this night right now. Like, yeah. If you could go back in the day and like watch some of the greats play ball. Woodley Mays, Babe Ruth. Hank Aaron. Hank Aaron. Um, Even like Juan Marichal. Yep. Joe DiMaggio. Um, You know. I mean, it's crazy because, like, thinking about it, like, you and I have seen 
Buster Posey play. We we've seen the World Series champions play, right? Have you and, seen? Side note: Have you seen Buster Posey this year? No. He's having like better than his rookie season. Oh really? Oh yeah. And th- I think this is the final year of his contract, and he's kicked it up. Like he's healthy. Like it's it's back to when what was that ten years ago when he came into the league. That's crazy to, to think about. <laughs> it's, it's, it hasn't really been 10 like, years. I think I think he has eight home runs right now. And the the highest home runs in the league right now was, as of like two days ago, was 10. So he's up there. He's having a year right now. Yeah. Um, even there, there's so many quotes from different people like Dusty Baker, Tim McCarver, um, Who's this? Pete Rose. Oh, he Pete has, Rose. Yeah. He has all the same traits as Mike Trout, but Trout doesn't have Willie's flair. Mm-hmm. Um, Felipe Alou. Mm-hmm. Willie Mays. Was Felipe Alou. Uh, was he the manager for the Giants or was that Mo- Moises Alou was his? No, it was Felipe Alou was the manager. I think it was. Yeah. Um, yeah. But he said he was too good. Mm. Yeah. I tell you, it's going to be like, you sent me that text today saying, um, I'm not going to, I'm not going to lie. You said, uh, cheers. Uh, and you said, Willie Mays. I immediately hopped online to make sure he didn't die. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I was like, uh, dude, like, no, <laughs> like, like that, that was really going to bum me out. I'm like on, on a, on a comedy episode, like yeah, <laughs> one of our favorites. I'm like, but he's, yeah, he, he he is something else. And and you know it's funny, I think he's still like completely coherent. Like he's walking yeah. and everything. It's uh, weird because I think he's in a wheelchair. Is he in a wheelchair now? Because remember the last couple so. like opening ceremonies or opening day games. Um, he threw a first pitch out the other was it last year? I forget. Maybe he'll throw the first pitch out. He'll today. he'll he'll probably still throw it better than Fauci. <laughs> I, mean, I think your kid could throw it better than Fauci. I Gosh. think I could kick it better than Fauci. <laughs> Fauci and, and Bryce Harper have the same throwing skills, apparently. They oh yeah, for the front the they, yeah, it goes off to the side. <laughs> yeah, what's up with those guys? Um uh, so uh I have two. Uh, I'm gonna do a blanket one on the first one, uh, just because this week is a very special week. It is uh, National um, Correctional Officers uh, Appreciation Week or whatever. So it is. Yep. And it, it's next one, week is police officers. And it, it's one of those things that, like, you know, people know, like, I used to do that for a very, very short period of time. And it is a very, uh, um, not, I don't want to say unheard uh, of, but it's most of the public doesn't see what goes on there because most of the public is outside the jail. Yeah, but it's a very important part of law enforcement. Um, and th- if it wasn't for them, I mean, what sucks about their job is they do their job in there, but politicians will, will release these people and they're like, well, our hands are tied. We're just doing our job. And and it falls back on police officers because they're like, well, we put them in there because they did something bad, but politicians will sit there and let them out. Um, but there's a lot that goes on behind the scenes that you don't see. Um, you're basically a glorified babysitter in a way. And imagine this, everybody in there doesn't like you. 
you know, when you're on the outside of the jail, <laughs> when you're on the outside of the jail, um, and you're a police officer, you have, you'll have people that come to you. Hey, thank you for your service. Thank you for your service. You don't get that a whole lot inside jail because <laughs> uh, they don't want to be there. And, and I mean, it'd be great if no one was in there, right. In a perfect world, but um, you know, it's a very unappreciated part of law enforcement, I guess I would say, um, because everyone sees cops, you know, police officers. Um, that's what they see. They don't see what goes on inside and it, it times it's ugly. Um, and at other times it's hilarious <laughs> what you see. Um, I, I've, I've got stories. Um, I believe I've shared them with you, Wilson, um, but they're gnarly. So, and we know very many people who do that job. And so we wanted to obviously give them a cheers because we want them to know that we appreciate them for doing the unseen half of law enforcement. And uh, speaking of law enforcement, um, you might be able to shine some light on this because uh, this is up around where you live. I um, want to give a shout out and a cheers to Canine Bacchus. Um, it says uh, May 4th, El Dorado County. On May 4th, 2021, El Dorado County Sheriff's Office retired Canine Bacchus. He was retired. I think uh, he was, uh, he had like surgery from cancer a while back but he was already retired, but he was put to rest, um, at the age of 15 and a half. Wow. Yeah. Two and a half years past the average life expectancy of his breed, which is a Belgian Malinois. Um, and he started with don't deputy. Don't tell me that. What? I don't even want to think about when my dog dies. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, deputy Mike Roberts, uh, is when he started with him back in 2008. Oh, I think he's still with the department. Is he? Okay. I think so. Um, it says over his eight and a half year career back at, I think it's Bacchus. I mean, hopefully I'm not wrong. It's not Bacchus or whatever. I uh, had 17 physical, uh, 17, uh, physical apprehensions. I like to just put it in uh, parentheses bites of violent felons, including a murder suspect, carjacking suspect, drug traffickers, one in fugitives and burglars. Um, Bacchus had more than 200 non-physical apprehensions, which is non-bite surrenders. That's where you'd find me. <laughs> Be like, I'm done. Throw it in that towel. Uh, Bacchus made more than 100 narcotic fines and identified more than $150,000 in drug money. Um, he was awarded a, a Motherlode Lions Officer of the Year twice in 2009 and 2013. Uh, he, uh, you know, he uh, participated in some uh, citizen academies, local school events, you know, basically like uh, demonstrations and stuff. And he was, uh, he retired in 2016 and he spent eight and a half years of service. Uh, so it seems like the, uh, la the, the last of his, uh, the remaining time of his life, he was just like chilling. It says basically lounging like at home. Should. Yeah. Lounging at home, looking retirement, at, you know, looking after the family while, while his uh, partner was gone at work. Uh, Bacchus enjoyed playing with his friends, a Shih Tzu named Ozzy and a French bulldog named Diva. Um, so yeah, we, we all know like the, the, the fur missiles are, are our friends and we, we look at them cause they are technically officers and you know, that one, that was a local one for, I would say us, cause I used to live over there too, but uh, you know, we wanted to give a cheers to canine Bacchus cause it sounds like he's a complete badass too. I mean, <laughs> compared to the, uh, I mean, dude, hundred, what was it? Uh, 100 narcotic fines and the yeah. two i mean he, he was busy 
Yeah. <laughs> He's a busy boy. Um, so uh canine Bacchus, um, all the correction officers across the we're gonna go world because it's not easy anywhere else. And Willie Mays, the say hey kid, we're gonna give you the real WTH cheers. 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 Boom. So you and I had a it was a little bit of a quandary. Uh we, we wanted to uh there was a fourth cheers we were gonna do but i wanted to talk more in depth about it yeah um i'm sure a lot of you guys have seen this video people uh, by now know what wilson and i how we met the job we were doing when we met which was armored truck loomis armored yeah um we were partners for a little while but ultimately wilson was there before me uh wilson's the one that trained me on atms and after you and after me (laughs) yeah um and uh, you're the one that trained me on ATMs, which is yep. probably, I think, the, in my mind, the more dangerous part of that job because oh, yeah. your mind is elsewhere and both your hands are doing something. Yep. Um, and you're trying your hardest to think about what you're doing. So you take your focus off the, around the outside, which is really hard to do because, dude, you know, you got money. But there's this video that made the rounds of this armored truck um in south africa that uh got ambushed um video is intense yeah um do you want to describe a little bit uh so they're driving down what looks like maybe a highway or something like that in south africa says johannesburg Um, so yeah and they're driving and all of a sudden i mean like a minute into the video you hear just pop, 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 pop. And you can see the driver. He's, I mean, this guy's, he, he's pretty good. He's scanning his mirrors up until this point, the whole time. You can see him looking in his mirrors, looking left, looking right, you know. Um, and then you hear pop, pop, pop. And he looks over and he's like, they're shooting at us. Like right away, he knows like there's somebody trying to rob us. And you see a car pull up on the side of him in the video and the driver's side window just spider because round hits it. Um, And he's like, okay, so he takes off. He's driving um, in uh, apparently I think I'm not, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but I think there's multiple vehicles involved in this because the first car that you see is like an Audi or something like that. It's a, it's a sedan. And you see it pull up beside them and the guy hanging out the window shooting at them, which, I mean, they're dumb for one. Like, it's armored. You have to know that. Even in South South Africa, like, you have to know that that's armored. Right. Um, but they're shooting at it. Um, and then, like, a little bit, a little ways through the video, you you see him driving and a truck comes up on the other side. And you see this guy... This this is like out of the Italian job. He, yeah. he, you see the you see the car come up and he's like he looks over and sees it coming and as it's passing him he like cuts it off and hits the back end of it. And I'm pretty sure that that wrecked them. Yeah, it'd be essentially for one thing. He essentially pitted them. He did as they yeah. were passing him. Yeah. So he pitted them. He he keeps going, and then at one point he stops, pulls a U. Well. During this whole thing, he looks over at his partner who's in the seat next to him and says, hey, grab the gun, and he pulls it out for him, which his partner is scared 
um, expletive deleted lists. His partner, Lloyd Montembeni, his very first week on the job. Is it his first week? Okay. <laughs> yes. That, that makes sense now. <laughs> because you can tell through the whole video, he's like almost hyperventilating and like freaking out the whole time. But he, he hands him the M4. I think they use M4s. Is either M4 or it was a or AR, AR. Yeah. Um, but he says, get it ready. So he ends up doing a U-turn at one point and then coming straight back towards the people that are, that are trying to rob him. My heart was pumping. As that. <laughs> yeah. As he's going, he's like, they're going to shoot. They're going to shoot. They're going to effing shoot at us. And he goes through and you can hear the pop, 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 pop. And then you see the, the passenger side window, um, spider because you you can see a guy on the side of the road shooting at them right and he takes off the other way ends up coming to some point where he's trying to probably get over something and ends up getting stuck and at that point he's like all right well we're stuck so he opens the door forgets to grab his seatbelt that is buckled hits the seatbelt and then grabs the m4 walks out of the the truck and and defends the truck and apparently he, I mean, nothing happened to him. I mean, that's where the video cuts out that I saw, but I mean, that's, that's crazy. Yeah. It says right here. Um, the, the, the driver's name, um, is, uh, let's see, uh, where's it at right here? Uh, it's a different name. Uh, Leo Prinsloo. Um, and he, he is a former police special task force veteran. So a lot of these guys, um, they'll, you know, do this as a side job or just, you know, just for some extra money. But where they're doing this is in, uh, I think, uh, Johannesburg. But um, this is not uncommon down there at all. Um, the gunmen were firing AK-47s. Um, and like, like what you said, Wilson, you see the window spider by his head. And first thought, you know, because when that first starts to happen, uh, you see the passenger. He he looks like holy crap! What happened? He grabs his handgun, yeah. And the driver, who's now having to, who's probably training him, mind you, now says, uh, "Dude, you're bringing a knife to a gunfight at this point. You need to grab the big boy." And so he goes, "Here, take this gun." So a lot of people were like thinking, "Well, maybe the driver was in, or the passenger was in on it." Well, when they turned around, the window spiders right by his head so yeah i don't believe he was in on it because he if that was a regular window he would have been dead um but how calm he was and you see his face and how he, he is constantly scanning yeah. left right left right left right and then while they're driving one point he goes here text this person like yeah like and that person couldn't even get a call or a text or anything off to that person like and he and, and then just to see like there was like textbook like how you're supposed to handle that uh, the only thing I, I don't know if i would have gotten out of the truck um but he, he well, saw he saw something I, that i didn't see so did you did you see the actual truck they were driving yeah it looked like a safari truck it looked different it's, than what we it's drove. a it's a toyota hilux Okay. Which is which is basically the Tacoma that we have here in the U.S. Mm -hmm. And that truck, I don't think, would hold up to multiple rounds going through it. 
in the same I mean, shot, same yeah. hole. Yeah, I mean, people are dumb for trying to rob an armored truck and shoot at it, especially at the windows. I mean, you have to shoot like ten times through the same exact spot to be able to get a bullet through. Yeah, and then and then the actual like non-window part of the truck, it's gonna take a lot more than that. Um, but man, yeah, it says right here um, that uh, for for those guys. Often cash and transit teams pay with their lives. On this day, they were carrying cell phones, which makes me think, do they not always carry cell phones? Um, they got to have some type of like communication. Right. And it says there are more than 150 heists like this in South Africa last year alone. 150. That's, that's like every other day. Dude, that is way too many. Um, and it says just in the last few weeks, several dramatic incidents like this one in Cape town have shocked South Africans. So this is a, a thing. This is, this sounds like it's t- somewhat like a, like a cartel type thing, like some sort of uh, um, establishment or whatever that's going after these. Yeah. But I hear, I hear this guy is like a hero down there. Leo Prinsloo. Yes. Yeah. He's getting praised for his calm head and quick thinking. It says um, no one was injured and nothing was stolen. Now we could go back to um, a while back um you had an incident yeah um thank god you're okay i mean thank god i never had an incident and so you know firsthand like what could go through your head during a robbery yeah and uh so <laughs> seeing that video brought back a lot of memories and and granted uh there there we were about how many times would you say in your career at loomis would you say you felt there was a potential threat. Probably upwards of like 20. Okay. I would, I would say maybe five for me. There was that one time I I unholstered my gun and the dude laughed and walked away. (sighs) Idiot. Um, But you know, there are potential threats everywhere. And the thing is, is nobody cares that they kill. They, they call, I hate it when people call me a security guard. Yeah. Well, I'm not a security guard. Like, you know, and granted, you needed a guard card for the job, um, but no one cares about security guards or these guys because they're like, well, if you kill a cop, you're going to prison. But this is you're you're they're not going to give me the chair for for you. Yeah. I mean, they don't care. Um, So like hearing stories like this, it it scares me because we still know people that work for um, Loomis and luckily a lot of our friends got out um but man but seeing how this guy handled it i'm hoping that um companies (laughs) um i'm looking at you loomis um start taking more uh of the seriousness of the job from a a proactive approach yeah from the view of what we did and not from your ivory tower yeah um because they're you know you're gonna start seeing this come to the states i mean if people are killing cops right now left and right they're not afraid of us yeah you know and and so i'm hoping that they start taking proctor approaches like i know like loomis here in west virginia uh they completely changed their uniforms like they're oh they did okay because i'm like they're all they're all black with like little reflectors at the bottom reflector at the bottom they look kind of weird but um, you know, they, 
they they look i think they look a little bit more professional um but it's it's kind of weird because i'm you feel like you you from a distance it looks like a tow truck driver with a gun yeah um and i'm a big proponent and i know you are too and this is uh uh something that you always did and i liked it is you and i always dressed in our uniform we always wore exactly what we needed to wear shirt was tucked in we had our duty belt good boots polished all that then you get some guys who come in there wearing hat backwards hat backwards gun belt with no with no um oh man what are those things called little straps it's been so long oh keepers keepers no keepers so their gun is like flopping around wearing vans with their uniform uh shirt untucked um sometimes not even a shirt at all i'm like how do you work here man like like if you get out of the truck do you think people are going to take you seriously like for reals and and those are the people that i'm like well you're dressing for uh the problem that you're going to asking for because people aren't going to take you seriously and so, I mean, I, I, and then also you had the other side of it too, where you had the guys that go over the top. They look like they're, goes. yeah, they got their, uh, pants into their boots, you know, and then, uh, you know, then they're wearing like the vest and, uh, but their vest is like, it has that Molly stuff on it and they have like different things hooked to it. Like I'm going to get like this cool, you know, loophole, like just hang a scope to it. Just go like a look cool. Or I'm like, what what are you yeah. doing <laughs> i'm like dude just you don't need that um and and i laugh at people like that i'm like dude you're getting laughed at as well and then i think the the movie that i think you and i could agree on that's closest to what we dealt with that was more realistic was um the town the town uh which was uh i think the closest thing to uh like real the, life the, the words that they're using when ben affleck says no i'm not gonna rob them that guy has a vest or something like that, yeah. um, or an outer vest. He has his boots, or yeah. his pants tucked into <laughs> his boots. Like, yeah, and, and so, so, but like, there's movies like Armored that I, I think is a comedy. I'm like, yeah. dude, we don't walk through banks holding shotguns. And I, I, I hope that Wrath of Man is a mix of that. Yeah, I want Just some seriousness. Because, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I know it's not going to be like true to life, but. I hope it's somewhat true, you know? Yeah. But I mean, like I said, one of the funnest jobs I've ever had was working for Loomis. Met a lot of cool people, met you there. Um, a lot of lifelong friends. And I learned a lot about uh, myself, what I could do, what I can't do. Um, and I also, you know, it was cool because I kind of became like a lead in a way towards the end, uh, I believe with Beardsley. You know, it was kind of cool. I, I got to train people. This is a tangent. Um, you and I were working together and we were driving through Carmichael, California. Do you remember Neckbeard? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you were driving and you're like, dude, this guy's a neckbeard. I'm all, a neckbeard? What the heck? And then I'm like, because it's because you gotta understand when you're in the back of this truck, it's loud because you're basically in just a bunch of metal, and there's this little vent that you could talk to your driver through. So all I'm, I'm did I hear him right? So I stand up and I look. This dude, not a fat guy at all. He had like his neck, like extended down to his chest, 
but it was like a beard. It was hanging. It was like floppy doppy. <laughs> and then I think a few months later, I saw him again. And I think I texted him all, dude, I saw Neckbeard. <laughs> and that was the same uh, route we did when that, that one security guard, that bank kept going like, yo, uh, what did he say? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, ha- happy something. Uh, uh, happy day. Um, something like that. And I said, happy endings. Yeah. I, I have the audio somewhere of that still like, Me like too. we, you, every time you walk in the bank, um, I go, uh, he opens the door for you, which I hated. Um, only when I had like a bunch of coin is when I actually liked it, but I hate when people held doors for me. Cause I'm like, dude, just walk away from me. <laughs> yeah. I don't trust you or anybody. Um, and, and he would always, he would always say something weird as you left. Might have a good one. He's all happy days. I'm like, what? And so then I remember I dared you. I'm like, hey, when he says that, say happy endings. I'm like, you should record it. So you had your phone record, and I and then I hear you the recording. You hear him go happy days. You hear you kind of like giggle. You're all happy endings. Like you're so happy, <laughs> and you get in the truck. You're all, I did it. I did it. I did it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that guy. Um, see, like I said, there was there was a lot of good times, and and dude, talk about the only job ever where um we would get in trouble with our wives because we would never leave work when we're when we were done yeah dude we would like stick around for like three hours just talking at the end of the day yeah. underneath the tarp <laughs> yep with with brian smith and all those guys sorry katie that's why he was late all those days it was because of us he's the liar yeah yeah he wasn't you know studying <laughs> the bible he wasn't off to college he was did you freeze no freaking bootleg internet there's no bootleg internet your face is bootleg internet no you just froze no yeah you did well if i froze then well okay something froze because now it just popped up (laughs) but i'm leaving all that in so yeah like we said uh we're just gonna throw leo prinsloo on there as the uh fourth uh cheers as well Uh, but you know at the same time you know his partner for being the first week of the job, dude, he handled himself really well. He was, he, uh, he, I mean, be more familiar with your weapons. That's right. All I want to say that. And, um, you know, the first thing I would have done this dude's driving, like, you know, like he said, gra- grab the gun. You need to call someone. You need to get police yep. out there, whoever. Yeah. Cause you know, firsthand they come. Yeah. And they come fairly quick when, when something like that happens. I don't know about South Africa, but you're right. They could be, they could be the ones shooting now for all you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, welcome to the job Lloyd. Yeah. You know, it's, uh, you know, trial by fire, I guess you would say. Um, so I'm going to, um, kick off, uh, the funny stuff. This came through, it, uh, to yesterday. (laughs) <laughs> we're going to get into a little bit of bathroom humor here before we get into our main segment. But um, the title says man allegedly swings colostomy bag at cops at kid rocks bar in Nashville. So an appreciation Love of kid rock. So do I an appreciation of uh, police next week. <laughs> um, so it says a drunk man at kid rocks bar in Tennessee literally lost his beep on a pair of police officers swinging his colostomy bag at them and whacking them with his feces. Uh <sighs> Could you imagine? <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, those those COs, those COs. Know about it. HIV or something. 
Right. Or uh, 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 what's that? Uh, uh, COVID nineteen. Yeah. No, not COVID nineteen. The the oh. the thing <laughs> I, you got to get a shot for. Uh, um, not meningitis. You get the two shots. Is A and B hepatitis? Hepatitis. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. Which I think you could get uh, fairly easy, actually. Um, but they said the guy was drunk, and and I guess they got called out there three times on the same guy, and the third time he just like went ham on him and started throwing around the old. I would have said back. second time, you're getting right. booked, buddy. Right. Well, this guy's a piece of work. Uh. Well, I don't put a whole lot of thought. But the back of his head, the back of his head. He he had his, he's a bald head, old older guy, and the um, you know, he's wearing like overalls and, I mean, kind of what you would expect someone like this to look like but he has like a big confederate flag tattoo in the back of his head i don't look into that as automatically being racist um but this guy i think he is thinking it's racist because he kind of looks like one based on some other tattoos of eagles and stuff um <laughs> lightning bolts lightning you know. bolts you know the two ss's you know something like that um but uh gosh what a bad that, time for those cops huh that reminds me of a story told by one of my friends where a guy he was bald but he had a tattoo of a middle finger on the back of his head but we weren't going to talk about me (laughs) and uh he said that's so when i'm running away from the cops i can give them the finger (laughs) oh man that's funny yeah um there's actually a guy um he has you could tell on his on his head it's a tattoo of a swastika but he kept it it's like it it still looks like a swastika but it was made into something else so i think he like changed his ways but didn't want to like oh so he like did artwork over i'm like that has a swastika built into it like you can clearly (laughs) see it It, okay it looks like a fish you know like like like, you know how if you draw a fish it's like you take the x and you circle around like that it kind of looks like that but it's all squared off but it looks (laughs) like a fish i'm like Bro, you just like closed off one of the ends of the swastika. Like, yeah. you're not fooling anybody there, yeah. Jethro. Um, and then uh the last thing I want to get to. So <laughs> I feel like some of the funniest stories happen while I'm my most Lord. vulnerable. So at my work, uh, I feel like some of the funniest stories happen, you know, like I said, when I'm most vulnerable, when I'm going to the bathroom. So I, I find the stall now, right? Okay, I'm thinking, no problem. I got the st- I got the the stall. It's slightly smaller than a, uh, um, you know, the handicap one, and it's a new bathroom. Got all redone. I'm like, heck yeah, dude, this is good. It's good stuff. Good lock, a new lock, different type, one that swings down. So I'm like, nice. So I'm sitting there, and I've been holding this for like two hours. So I gotta go. So I'm like, I'm gonna take a little bit of a break. And so I'm sitting there playing a, you know, Candy Crush or whatever best fiends you know it's friends without the r and um i'm sitting there and um i don't know how long i was in there for and all of a sudden the light shuts off i'm like so now i'm sitting there motion light yeah i'm confused oh oh, yeah the the light shuts off yeah okay yeah so the light shuts off so i'm sitting there i'm like okay so these stall doors are really high so i'm sitting there waving trying to get the thing to turn on and last thing i would do is have someone come in and now think they're alone in this bathroom now i have to do the cough and be like (coughs) you know let someone know that they're in there but i also like i I did like a 
preemptive, like I stood and then like wave my hand above it to see if like I could um, get it turned back on. It wasn't working. So now I'm like, well, got to use the, uh, the light on my phone. So I had to do the light on my phone and we're all adults here. You have to look when you're wiping, right. To make sure you're done. And so, no, you don't, (laughs) I have to, it's like wiping peanut butter off a shag carpet. You know what I'm saying? So I'm sitting there and, uh, yes, I said sitting there. Okay. People, I didn't just drop an S bomb. So, um, explicit. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so I'm sitting there and, uh, I turn on my flashlight on my phone and I, I do like a, you know, a couple, you know, courtesy, you know, I'm, I'm sorry, folks wipes that way I could like quickly open the door, run out real quick to turn the light back on and go back and finish. But I'm like, you know, I'm just going to finish and do this now. But dude, why do they think, I mean, do they not put like a longer timer on those things? I mean, it didn't seem like it was that long. You know, you just take too long. I, I really wish I could go back on the log <laughs> log um, and uh, on, on my phone and see how long I was playing the game for and be like, oh, it was actually two hours and not. <laughs> my, I mean, my legs weren't numb. Yeah. You you, <laughs> so we're good. Time, time, something time missed. Time. Oh, 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 uh, time. When the aliens get you. Yeah. It's like the missed uh, time, time lapse. Not time yeah, lapse. Something like that. Um, yeah. It's like, like where you feel like you're gone for like uh, five minutes, but then minutes, five years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I come out, everyone has a beard. You know, they're all wearing space, space suits. I'm like, what happened? You have a it's, beard. Yeah. <laughs> a longer beard. It's my, my daughter's graduated college. It's 2024. I'm like, really? Three years of bath. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, that's uh that was my story for the day. <laughs> so, but today we thought it'd be cool to talk about our top five comedic actors. Um so, you know, we, we, we've done our top five uh, comedies and Handy just, he threw Borat on there, which basically means he's disqualified already. Doesn't um, count. It doesn't count. Um, but I'm going to start. Now, the only reason why this guy's number five for me is because he is a good actor. He, he's uh, some of my favorite movies he's been in. He is a very, very weird guy. And he's kind of gone, I think, off the rocker on the past couple of years. But if you were to ask me like 10, 15 years ago, he'd be my number one. But just because he's kind of gotten weird, uh, he's been in some of my favorite movies. And he's also been in my least favorite movie, which is funny. Uh, but it's Jim Carrey is number five for me. Um, you know, for I have a soft spot for like the cable guy. I like the cable guy. I thought the cable guy was a good movie. Or um, Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura. That was the first time. Well, first time I saw him was on in living color. Um, but then of course, Ace Ventura, you know, those are hilarious. I mean, Bumblebee tuna. I mean, all of yeah. those dumb and dumber. Um, even the mask, the mask is one of my favorite movies, but a lot of people might hate me on this, but I, the one of the movies I hate the most is eternal sunshine of a spotless mind. I cannot stand that. I kind of like that movie. I don't like it. It, it. It's weird. I don't like it. Um, and I didn't like him in it. But then again, he's also an actor. What about though. the majestic? I like that one. 
But that's that, almost the same. Not really. Yeah, it is. Um, but you have like he because he has a serious side to him, right? The number thirteen. Yeah. Then, then he's also in. Uh, I thought what, it was the number three. Eh, it has a three in it. We could agree to that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, but one of believe it or not, one of my daughter's favorite, two of my favorite daughter's favorite take three, two of my daughter's favorite movies with him in it might shock you uh the truman show and fun with dick and jane and fun with dick and jane though is kind of a sad movie because it's based on a true story so was it yeah well it's based it's loosely based in the whole enron thing oh really yeah yeah at the very very end uh if you look at like the consultants for the movie they're all from enron and the very last line of the movie goes hey i'm investing in a new company it's called the deal with power. It's called Enron. Ever heard of it or something like that? And Jim Carrey is kind of like, like looking at him like, what? <laughs> um, it was kind of a jab at Enron. Um, but like I said, he, he's kind of got off the rocker a little bit. Uh, I think he was a really good Riddler in Batman. Was it Batman Forever? Um, but yes. But yeah. like I said, he's kind of he's got out the rocker. He's, he's just a weird guy. He's doing all his paintings. Now his interviews don't make any sense. Um, so, but that's my number five. Let's see my number five. I don't, this is hard for me because like, I don't, I mean, I just, I just watch movies, you know? Right. I don't, I don't really think about who the actor is. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to have to put, Oh shoot. Hold on. It's a tough one, dude. It is. Because there's so many good ones. There is. Um, Because there's there's two. uh, Let's put Jason Siegel on there. Okay. Yeah. As number five? Yeah. Okay. Jobin. Okay. Yeah. Just because of that movie and then like forgetting Sarah Marshall. I mean, those are those are two movies right now. They're on like Amazon or Netflix. One of the two. But both those are on there, and like I could watch those every day. Okay, and I yeah. would still laugh at every single funny part. Okay, yeah, and he's predominantly in comedy movies. Yeah, I liked him a lot. Believe it or not, I liked him a lot in that Muppet movie. He was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Jason Segel's good, and he he does a. Was he on Freaks and Geeks with Seth Rogen? I don't know what that is. Oh, it was an old TV show. Uh, I think he was on. I think that's where he got his start was there. But Jason Siegel, and he's a big guy, too. He seems like he's like a giant, like 6'4", or something like that. He's big. Um, I don't think he's done a whole lot lately, though. No, I don't think so. It was like those two movies are are one of the, I mean, two of the funniest movies I've ever seen. So... Yeah, I love you, man. I got to put hilarious. There. Yeah. In fact, I need to watch that again. That's that's one of mine and my wife's one of our favorite ones right there. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna do an honorable mention real quick. Um, the, he's not the best actor. Um, actually, he's not really a great actor at all. Um, but he had one of the most hilarious shows on TV, and one of the funniest comedians ever. Um, but his just acting ability like when you watch a show you can see him laugh 
at his own jokes or something, but it's Jerry Seinfeld. He, he me and Steph are going through all these seasons and he'll say something and you can see him like trying hard not to laugh. So he, he he's hilarious, but he, I don't know. He's only been like what in the B movie. Everything we, else has been TV shows. So we're just doing actors, right? Not comedians. Well, some comedians are actors too. Steve Martin. Okay. okay. Dane Cook. Yeah. Um, I mean, Nick Swartzen, all those guys are actors too, but no, I'm saying like, like Pablo Francisco is not an actor. He's just a comedian, but, okay. uh, but like, uh, you know, Seinfeld, he was acting in a show. So technically he's an actor as well. Um, but my number four, his old stuff. I loved, uh, some of his new stuff is a little weird. Um, and I, I have a friend who's actually met him before. And he says he's a jerk in real life. Um, but then I've also heard people say that he's really nice. But that's Adam Sandler. I would put him up there. Yeah. He's definitely top five for me. Yeah, for sure. Happy Gilmore. Gilmore. Love Happy Gilmore. Man, Happy Gilmore. I mean, even Mr. Deeds oh. and and like grownups. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Man. Yeah. I think... Uh, I think my number four would be uh, Simon Pegg. Pegg's good. He is. Pegg is really good. And he brings a lot of comedy relief to the Mission Impossible movies. He does. Yeah, that's um, true. And, and he's kind of believable in that role, too. Yeah. yeah. Pegg's good. I'm actually watching a show right now on HBO. I was going to tell you about this. That I mean, Nick Frost is barely in it, but it's called The Nevers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. We're all caught up on it. You you, you would like it. Uh, it. It's it's up your alley with uh, mystical weirdness and stuff. Um, but it, it's definitely well played. Um, be careful of episode five. Um, there is a wiener. So just a heads up. <laughs> okay. okay. I mean, heads up. Really? Way to go, Tommy. <laughs> um, but uh, Nick Frost is he's barely he's only been like out of the two episodes he's in maybe a total of five to 10 minutes. Can I, can I go with my number three right now? Uh, yeah. Cause I'm, yeah, that's where we're at. Okay. Um, uh, James Franco. Okay. Franco's good. He, he is. And he's, he's played some serious roles, but the one that put him over the top for me was this is the end. <laughs> Yeah, that's a great like, movie. It is so funny. Why don't and I own that one? You should. I know. I, um, yeah. I mean, I I I can't I can't I mean, who who would think up that movie first of all, and then someone would read that script and be like, "Yeah, I'll do this." Yeah. You know? <laughs> I don't know, maybe somebody by the name of Danny McBride. Yep, him too. Uh, Channing Tatum is in there. So. Yep. Which, yeah. which speaking of Channing Tatum, uh, so basically, just to let you know, you've listed so far two actors that are on Freaks and Geeks. Have I? Yeah, Seth Rogen and James Franco. So the other guy, oh, sorry, uh, not Seth Rogen, um, uh, J- Jason Siegel and um, 
James Franco, but Seth Rogen's also in there too. So you might actually okay. like you might actually like that show if you like those actors. It sounds like that's what you're leaning to. I know maybe, Steph. Maybe Steph loved that. I think it's only one season. So I don't think you can find it on Hulu or something like that. Um, and that's funny that you mentioned Franco and you said that he's in some serious roles too, because you get people that are like not comedic actors but are hilarious when they're in comedic roles. John Cena is yeah, hilarious. Yeah. Um, Mark Wahlberg. That firefighter movie he did. Oh, I haven't seen that. Playing with fire. I haven't seen it yet. It's so funny. Um, like I, I thought it was dumb. I watched it with the kids, but I started it and I was like, I can't stop watching. What's that movie with him and Mark Wahlberg? Was it Daddy's Home? It's is it Daddy's Home? Mark Wahlberg I don't and uh, Will Ferrell and their stepdads or whatever. Then the second movie, John Cena's like comes in. Yeah, stepdads like that. or I can't remember the name of it, but but then like Mark, like, like yeah, Mark Wahlberg, he, he's he's hilarious when he's in a comedic role. Cause you don't expect that out of him. Um, but Franco's good though. He first time I've seen Franco was in uh Spider-Man when he was uh Harry, he was Spider-Man's uh friend. That's a somewhat serious role. Yeah, because it gets emotional for him right there. But yeah, that, that's a that's a good ch- that's a good choice right there. I, I I honestly didn't even think of Franco. Um Number three, the only reason why he's number three for me is just because I grew up watching this guy. Um, but the other two people above him are legends and they're the first uh, comedic actors I've ever seen in any shows. But the third one for me is Mike Myers. Um, I was going to put him up there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sad. He, I mean, I could put Dana Carvey in there too, but the thing is, is Dana Carvey hasn't done as many things as mike myers but dana carvey uh he kind of like screwed the pooch when he did that master of disguise movie that was yeah it was horrible but mike myers uh, one of my favorite movies is so i married an axe murderer and he's oh i just love austin powers oh yeah austin powers is really really good um you know speaking of this this is actually me earlier yesterday trying to stand up with the motion line that's that, that that's firsthand uh experience right there um but yeah uh he was uh, oh wayne's world you know which is the first time i saw him was in wayne's world but he was in all those skits on snl which wayne's world was one of them um he, his uh he he reminds me um a lot of like eddie murphy where he could play multiple characters yeah especially in the austin powers movies yep um he's very diverse uh you know I, i'm not a big fan of the movie cat in the hat but i thought he did a good job in that i don't know anybody else that could do that cat in the hat. yeah he was in the dr seuss cat in the hat movie he was the cat okay. yeah did not know that yeah, it was kind of a it was imagine like the other like you know how you had the how the grinch stole christmas with jim carrey but the other you know story would have been cat in the hat it was kind of filmed the same way kind of quirky it was very dr susie you think one thing too all that your kids will like it just let them know that um, if they destroy a house it's not going to clean up on its own <laughs> what are we at two we are currently at two okay i'm gonna have to say chevy chase okay good choice i mean all all throughout growing up you know 
I, I like Christmas Vacation, every other vacation movie, you know. Um, he was in Three Amigos too, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, all all those actors in there, Steve Martin and uh, who's Martin the Short, one? Martin Short. They were all great in that movie. Um, but those those were the movies where you were like, oh, you know, it it was almost like, um like uh who was that movie produced by uh three amigos yeah uh i don't know but all i know is it was uh you know in 1916 the bandit el guapo and his gang are collecting protection protection money from the mexican village of santo poco (laughs) um i don't know who produced that movie uh production was uh written by uh steve martin um randall newman hello newman Um, oh i'm thinking of mel brooks did he not do that one i don't think mel brooks did this okay this is interesting i didn't know this we're 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 on to something here since you brought up three amigos i I gotta read this real quick this is pretty good the production went through many cast changes before filming this is pretty you'll like this since he is a co-screenwriter martin had uh, a had been attached to the project since 1980 and he, Dan Aykroyd and John Belushi were originally going to play the three amigos. So it was going to be Steve Martin, Dan Aykroyd and John Belushi. Um, at one point, St- Steven Spielberg was slated to direct and he wanted Martin, Bill Murray and Robin Williams to play lucky dusty and Ned respectively. Um, Landis, is it John Landis? Did John Landis direct it? John Landis might have directed it said that Rick Moranis would have been cast as Ned had uh, Martin Short been unavailable. When Dan Aykroyd became unavailable, Chevy Chase replaced him. John Candy was set for the role originally intended for Belushi, as he did in the movie Armed and Dangerous. John Candy is one of my other ones. Candy, legend. I miss John Candy, dude. I mean, Canadian Bacon. Mm -hmm. Just a small role in uh, National Lampoon, dude. Sorry, folks. Yeah. Parts closed. Moose up front should have yeah. told you. Yeah. Um, but he was too large to ride a horse. Uh, it was Candy who recommended Martin Short to Steve Martin, and they had worked together at SCTV. It was the first movie for Short, and he and Martin become close friends and continue to perform together. Candy would prominently be seen later riding a horse in the 1991 film Delirious. Man, there's just those actors that they listed right there. Like, that's easily a top five. Wait, doesn't Candy ride a horse in Delirious? He said, "No, Wagons East." Is that what well, yeah. it's called? He might have lost weight by then, but yeah, uh, Wagons East or Wagons West? I think it's Wagons East. That was his East. last movie, I think. Yeah, because he was going back across the country because he said it sucks out here. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, dude. Uh, gosh, Three Amigos, great movie. And 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 you said Chevy Chase. Good call. <laughs> look up here. Look up here. Look up here. Hey, that's a male plane. How'd you know? Didn't you see his two little balls? <laughs> Classic. <laughs> a plethora? What's a plethora? Um, it means a lot of something. You know what's funny about the Three Amigos? Is if you really think about it, it has the same plot line as Tropic Thunder. There are three actors who think they're not so much in a movie, but like they're kind of like, you think they thought of that? 
I don't know. I'm just, I just put those together. Maybe I wonder how other people have thought of that because Tropic know. Thunder, they thought they were being filmed from a distance, right? But yeah, they really weren't. Three Amigos, I think they're just three actors, but the townspeople think they're, they're real, real, right? Like they're real heroes. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, if you, if you just look at like, I mean, you got Phil Hartman um, in Three Amigos. Oh my gosh, I didn't know that. I didn't know he man. He looked young in that movie. Uh, John Lovitz was in there. Um, there, there's some uh, there's some good people in that movie though. But Chevy Chase is is, is a classic. Um, my number two was tough though. Because never heard of him. Never heard of Chevy Chase. Never heard of tough. <laughs> um, have you? Do you know Chevy Chase's real name? No. Cornelius Crane. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No. Yep. Cornelius Crane. No. Uh, let me find it right here. Um, let's see. Cornelius Crane Chase was born in Lower Manhattan, New York City. You know how I know that? Back in you high lived sc- in Manhattan. I did. Uh, okay. Back in high school, um, there when it was 93 Rock. Now it's 98 Rock. They had a show in there called The Rise Guys. And they had a show called Stump the Studs where you'd have to call up and ask them a question. If they got the answer right, you lost. If they got it wrong, you won something. So I you called won. up. No, they knew it. <laughs> what? Yeah. Um, so I was, I called them all. I don't. They Googled. Google wasn't around then. Uh, it was. No, it was not. Yeah, it was. I think Lycos and Excite and Yahoo were and AOL. <laughs> um, you so, got mail. Yeah. So I'm sitting there. I'm like, uh, I call my girl. Who is this? Well, this is Tommy. They're like, hey, Tommy, how's it going? I'm all good. I'm all, what's your question? Well, I thought I had it. And well, what is Chevy Chase's real name? And they go, Cornelius Crane. I'm like, wow. Okay. Well, good talk. <laughs> that was it, dude. Uh, always remember that. Uh, but yeah, Chevy Chase, good one. Uh, so my number two was tough for me because both these guys I like a lot. Uh, they're some of my favorite movies, um, but I'm going to have to go with um, Robin Williams for number two. The late great. Yeah, he, he's actually an actor that like I could what's, actually. What's your favorite movie that he was in? Um, I loved him in Mrs. Doubtfire. Okay. Um, you know what my favorite movie is? What? Patch Adams. Patch Adams. That's a great movie. Um, it is. I think the movie that made me love Robin Williams though was Hook. He was good in that too. Um, he's one of the actors that I could truly feel a void in the comedy actor section in Hollywood. Like I could feel a void there. Because he he put out those uh, movies, uh, was it called uh, Wild Dog or Wild Hogs? Yeah. Um, he, he, I mean, I heard he was just a super nice guy too, and a super Giants fan. Oh, big time! I think he had his yeah. own suite there. Yep. Um, and the tunnel going to the Golden Gate Bridge from Marin County, I think, is now called the Robin Williams Tunnel. Really? Yeah. There's a sign on one of the sides of it. I think going. 
towards the Golden Gate Bridge. It says Robin Williams Tunnel. Um, but he, he's just like, I mean, man, he he has he has like just the the biggest uh, I think fan following. Like like I don't know anybody that's ever said they hated Robin Williams. Like or I don't like him as an actor or 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 whatever. But um, and and speaking of comedians, you know, stand up that are also actors, right? But I mean, come on, he was in Popeye. You know, he, I mean, who could play a better Popeye than him? I don't know of anybody. Yeah. Um, but it's just it's just really sad uh, how things ended for him. And it's true that you'll you, you don't ever know what's going on in someone's life because it, it, it's uh it's hidden behind a like a veil. And I I, I guess uh what they said was he would play roles um based on how he was doing in his mental state at the time. So when he was doing Mrs. Doubtfire, he was more happy. When he was sad, he was doing more. I think like Goodwill hunting style movies and, and stuff too. Um, but yeah, yeah, I mean, he's just, uh, like I said, he's one of the guys that I kind of feel it the most in, uh, in Hollywood. I remember when I was also at the uh, courthouse doing jury duty, we were sitting in that big room. Uh, they were playing the movie RV. And uh, I was like, I was like, I've never seen this before. I was like, it kind of put me in a good mood being at a courthouse doing jury duty made it that much easier. But like movies like Insomnia and One Hour Photo that had a minute, he was probably at a low point in his life. Um, but he was also in uh, Jumanji. Oh, oh then and going back to the Sam Sarah episode, you know, he was the genie in Aladdin. Which, oh, he was. I I think he, wasn't he also in Ferngully? I think he was in Ferngully as well um really yeah he was uh right here batty coda because i always remember the line he said in ferngo is hilarious where he's on a tree or something he was up oh, gravity works and then he falls to the bottom as a kid i thought that line was hilarious <laughs> um looking at it now i'm like man that's weird but you're talking about genies and stuff and how i think your mom got rid of the aladdin movie yeah um for your sister that was, yeah that was on that episode i think yeah but but the, oh, the person who was going up against him was Eddie Murphy for him, for me because uh, Eddie Murphy's stand up not for the kids, uh, hilarious and I love Eddie Murphy in like all those movies uh, that he does. Uh, was it the the Crumps or um, what's it called? Um, oh my gosh, Hercules! Nutty, Hercules! Nutty Professor! Nutty Professor! Those and then uh, one of my I think my top comedies was Beverly Hills Cop. So yeah. it, it he and his Eddie Murphy on Saturday Night Live. If you could YouTube it, it's Eddie Murphy as a white guy, and uh, he just they put like paint on him and send him out on like the buses in New York, dude. It is funny, like because <laughs> they're doing the contrast. I mean, people probably won't find it hilarious these days because everyone's so soft, but uh, he because he still looks black with yeah. white dude is basically white face at that point i found it hilarious that's and okay it, yeah and then my dad and i we would always laugh um it was the eddie murphy uh greatest eddie murphy snl tape and they were doing when he was buckwheat this might be 
you might not remember this, but it was Joe Piscopo. And it was, they kind of did a, it was like kind of a take on like JFK getting shot, but buckwheat. Uh, Eddie Murphy was buckwheat from like Little Rascals. And he's like, this just in, buckwheat has been shot. And so they, they like went out and they, it shows a video of like him getting shot. He's like, okay. And he gets shot. He goes, let's take another look. And so then they play it backwards. Like, dude, you got to watch it. I'm not doing it any justice, but do the Joe Piscopo, Eddie Murphy buckwheat. And then the Eddie Murphy is a white guy. You won't be disappointed. But so what's your number one, dude? Man, this is hard. Cause I mean, this whole list has been like just top people i would put at the comedic genre you know right. yeah i'm gonna uh, i'm gonna have to go old school oh here we go i'm gonna put leslie nielsen up there oh, perfect you got basically your naked guns yeah um police squad yeah um he was in of course airplane yeah I mean, um, th- there were so many that he put out that were so funny. And f- uh, especially at that time, like Airplane. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, at that time, it was a little racy, you know? Like, it dealt with so many different things that we deal with today that even now, like, I'm surprised they play Airplane, like, as a, a rerun type thing on TV and stuff. I mean, but he just, he made fun of everything. Right. Um, he was in like uh he was in some of the scary movies as well, um, small parts. Um, but a lot of his movies that he was in were parody movies off of other movies. Um he I think the last main one he was in um was Mr. Magoo in ninety seven. It was like kind of a bigger one for him, but that was like a take on Die Hard, which was spy hard, Dracula dead and loving it. Um that is such a funny movie. Yeah. Naked Gun 33 and a third. Um, he was in Surf Ninjas. You know, he was. He was the bad guy. I liked him in Repossessed because that was kind of a comedic take on Exorcist. Um, and oh. he, he was uh, Father Jebediah May, 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 uh, May. I don't know how to say that. Have you uh, seen that show where it's uh, Hellbound? Is that what it's called? The movie is it? Is it a movie? I'm not sure. It sounds very familiar. It's got uh, what's his name? The old guy, but they're all like priests, but they're like hellbound, but they go out and like exercise demons and stuff like that. Uh, I haven't seen it. It's so, pretty funny. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, but Leslie Nelson, another one who's no longer with us. Um, he died in November of 2010. Um, he was 84, so he had a pretty good run. Um, but of course, just just his um like <laughs> I think I've said this before on the show before, uh, where it was I think it was the first naked gun. He walks into like the sex shop and uh the lady with big boobs is in there and she goes, Is this some sort of bust? He's like, Well, it's very impressive, but that's not why we're here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like yeah. Those lines like that are airplane, like yeah, it's the same character, but they're so it funny. Is. It's like if you look at Jerry Seinfeld's um, comedy, all it is is um, basically he's taking things that he's perceived that he's visualizing, and like just talking about it, like like sugar packets. He'll just look at a sugar packet, and be like why are the sugar packets so small? 
Like, what's the deal with sugar packets? Why are they so small? They know we need more. Why don't they just put the whole, just stuff like that. But he, the way he does it, it's so funny. Cause you could like, yeah, he's right. It's so funny. Like, why do you wear a helmet when you skydive? Like, really? Like at that kind of idea. Yeah. Like at if your parachute doesn't open, the helmet's wearing you. Like, okay. so the only thing I could think of is one time we went to this place. You know those big uh, swings that you go on, like at um, Six Flags or whatever, uh-huh. where they they drag you up and then you release the thing and it's it's, it's a giant swing. Oh yeah 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 right there, so. yeah yeah. I'm Just here. Bootleg internet cut out. I'm here. I can still. hear you. I'm still here. Go. Dang you. You froze. You. Okay. Did you hear me? I did hear you. The swings. Okay. So the swings. Uh, one of uh, when I was in youth group back when I was in like fifth grade, we went to this place. I forget what it was called. What's what's like the little like miniature golf Scandinavia. Do you remember oh, that? Scandia. Scandia. Yeah. Scandia. That's what it's called. It was like that, but it was more like there were more like rides and stuff like that there. Okay. I forget what it was called, but it was up in Oregon. And one of my youth leaders went on that swing thing. They had that there. It was like brand new. So he goes on it. And this guy's like, he's big. He's probably pushing 280, maybe. He's a big guy. So he goes on it. They do the whole thing. They swing, right? As they come up to the first swing, boom. He gets hit with, what do you think? Golf club. Seagull. <laughs> In the face. That happened to Fabio on a roller coaster. Really? Yeah. You see a video. He's like, yeah. Also, you see it. Something hit his, like some big white thing. And then he looks like shocked and his face is all bloody. Like broke his nose, dude. Oh, oh yeah. yeah hilarious. The, that's the same thing that happened to my youth leader. Like he got hit in the face with the seagull. <laughs> how many people can say that not too many but after that happened like two hours later we're walking around the park you know and he's got like bandages on his face from the claws and stuff Uh, like that and we look over and there's a seagull with a broken wing walking around on the ground and that was the one that hit him in the face seagull and him look at each other like rough night yeah man yeah let's go go grab a beer that's the only time i could think of that it would be okay to you know wear a helmet for skydiving yeah smash 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 that yeah that's a thank you kai yeah um gosh that's <laughs> that's hilarious yeah leslie nielsen that's a good one um so my number one has already been said uh chevy chase yeah i mean uh, it, it it you know you know what sucks is i feel like i'm gonna say these names but I'm getting to that point where I'm somewhat older than most people, you know? I mean, I'm not to my middle ages yet, yeah. like you are. <laughs> hey, now. <laughs> um, but I feel like I'm going to say these things and people aren't going to, they're not going to know the name, you know? Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, like nowadays, everyone's like, oh my gosh, the funniest person ever is, I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Paul Rudd. But they're gonna. Put, uh, man, they're, I th- I thought about putting him as number five. I mean, Paul Rudd's hilarious, but I mean, that's who they're looking at right now. That's this generation's Chevy Chase, I would think. Yeah, him, or if or if uh, Seagull started making more movies. Yeah, speaking of seagulls. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> was it him that hit your pastor? <laughs> Maybe. 
Um, but like first time I ever saw Chevy Chase was in National Lampoon's uh European vacation. European? Um, yeah, the European one. I think the first one I watched was Christmas vacation. I think Christmas tops all of them. It does, yeah. Um his rant i mean wally world that one the was it just vacation yeah that's just uh that, national that one's no hilarious. that's yeah national lapoon's uh vacation. uh vacation and then european vacation they go to europe then there's vegas vacation which was a bomb yeah. um and then uh then there was regular vacation that came out a few years ago uh, that, i mean the you know you funny got, parts what's his name uh ed helms is that his name yeah the guy from the office Man, I was thinking it was somebody else. Is there a guy named Jason something? Um, that looks like him? Statham. That looks like Ed Helms or looks like... Uh, What's the other guy in like Horrible Bosses and all that? Oh, oh, oh. Um, uh, you're thinking of... Yeah, Ed Helms is in Vacation. You're thinking of... Um, oh, my gosh. Uh, Jason Sudeikis. That's it. Uh what was what movie was he in it was the one um it was was he in the one with jennifer aniston yes it was like we're the millers we are the millers that's the one yeah yeah Yeah. it's very similar they're on a road trip rv type thing yeah yeah but uh with chevy chase and you know of course you said three amigos uh caddyshack uh spies bill murray man yeah bill murray he's an Uh, honorable mention uh then you have uh you know other things that he was in uh he was in a bunch of like random random things i'm looking ben right here Stiller has to be an honorable mention ben stiller is a one of those guys that uh i i i take him as a serious actor because he could do it i think but going back to happy gilmore dude his scenes in happy gilmore like happy gilmore stole Dodge the show. Dodge, and and i have a theory Zoolander. I have a theory that in Dodgeball, his character in Dodgeball was the same character in um, Heavyweights. Looks like it. Yep. Yeah. Because um, he's he, he's like doing that. Like he's like a workout freak. Yeah. Bobo Jim. Uh, yeah. But and he um, played his dad too, right? In that movie. No. In, in Heavyweights. In Heavyweights. Yeah, I thought he played his dad. No, in heavyweights, he was like the camp counselor guy. He no, was no, like, no. I mean, I thought he played the camp counselor and also his dad. Oh, I don't know. I can't remember. It's been so long since I've seen that movie, honestly. I think he did. Um, but one of my favorite movies with Chevy Chase is Fletch. Um, I've only seen that like one time. You have Fletch and Fletch Lives. And dude, hilarious. Like where he'll play like the different characters. Um, kind of like what uh, Mike Myers does, what Eddie Murphy does. He'll just play like a different character because um, he's like a detective. Um, but like his his uh, going back to Christmas Vacation, like dude, his lines in that movie when he finally gets the Jelly of the Month Club thing, and he's like, you know what I want? I want him here right now so I could tell him what a low life. And he just goes on that long rant. He's all, give me an Advil. Holy yeah. <laughs> that line, and then um, when he and then uh, re- the regular vacation when he's giving the prayer to Aunt Anna, did like I freeze? Telling her to do it? Oh no, no. When um, when Aunt Anna was dead on the porch, he left her on oh, the porch. Okay. Oh he, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's sitting there. He's all, "E pluribus unum, thou yeah. shalt." <laughs> and then, 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 we're just, dude, 
like how he always yells for Rusty and Rusty's right there. So yeah. Rusty's all right here, dad. Like, I think, I guess I would say the reason why Chevy Chase is my number one is because my dad and I would always watch like the, the Vegas, not Vegas, but the vacation movies. Yeah. And we would always laugh at that. And my dad and I would always have these little inside jokes with that. He'd be like, Tommy, I'm like, right here, dad. We, we just have little <laughs> jokes like that. And so I had a little soft spot uh, for him on there. But, you know, he's kind of uh, getting up there in age now. Uh, he was oh, born in 1943. Yeah. Um, he's on that TV show community that I haven't watched. Um, it got good reviews, um, but I've never seen it. Like I said, people, for a dollar a day, you could keep the kids away. <laughs> you could buy me my studio. Yeah, right? Dude, that's what we need to do. We need to like, do like a car wash, like a topless car wash with me. We just be playing real American like over and over again. And I just yeah. be out there That'll washing work. the car, no shirt on. Definitely. So, but yeah, that's, uh, I mean, dude, we could go all day on honorable mansions. I'm not even going to go yeah. anymore honorable mansions because the show will never end. Um, because I mean, like, like I said, my wife and I were watching all the Seinfelds. I could easily put Michael Richards up there. Kramer. Yeah. Yeah. Hilarious. You know, but like I said, the show will never end. So that's all I have, my man. That's it. Is that a question? Well, we might have more later. No, no we have something later. Out. We have something later. But that's it for this. <laughs> Basically, except for, you know what? If you have the opportunity, try Java chip Oreos. Oh, yeah. Wilson was snacking. Oh, man. Yeah. Java chip Oreos and uh, jalapeno ranch tortilla yep. chips. Yep. Yeah. Good mixture. Trust yeah. You're cha- so if you hear if you hear like a microphone moving, that's because he kept swinging the microphone back and forth while he was eating. It's better than the ASMR. If you got, if you, yeah, the handy yeah. stuff. If you guys want a little behind the scenes thing, we'll go behind the scenes here. Wilson took a break earlier. Okay. This was not on the show. This to is to pee. To pee. Yeah. Only to pee. And then he comes back and I hear Patriarch Patricia in the background say something to him. I hear him say, I have a mute button. And then I see him walk in a frame and he has Java chip Oreos and those chips. What he was saying was, she, I think she was saying, Are those going to be loud for the show? He's like, Yeah, I have a mute button exactly so basically he, you know there's some times where i'm just talking and wilson's actually talking to no 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 he's just sitting there chowing down yep yep you know he this guy he, he handy would do that all the time get I'm in my to, belly yeah i'm trying to save some of my energy for the the next thing we're gonna do yeah yeah which will shock you it will. So, it's pretty crazy. It's what's funny about it is it's a completely different dynamic of what we just did. <laughs> totally. <laughs> so so we're gonna have to like what murder? What? Uh, well, well, and action. Yeah. You know. <laughs> so, but we want to thank MSR Arms uh, yeah. for all their support. Um, check them out msrarms.com. Make sure you use offer code WTH five at checkout for five percent off your entire purchase. And of course, Thin Line Brewing talked about them a little bit earlier. They're doing awesome things. Um, go, go, go try that beer. Maybe, maybe um, you could actually try it because we didn't they actually have one. a couple of new beers since I've been there. Yeah. So, new and, Hazy, and, New West Coast. 
still and, got that drunk majestic buffalo uh-huh. over there, you know. Um, and some new sours. And you guys go pick it up right now because you're getting a head start. You have a you have like a, a view into the future of one of the beards that he's gonna try that he hasn't tried yet. So you could be like, hey, I've already tried that one that Wilson's about ready to get a review in the yeah. in a few episodes from now. So go try it. So but you can hear us on um Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Amazon, Google Play, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Pandora, pretty much wherever you could get podcasts. You can find us on Socialist Media, um, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Untapped, which is where we review all our beers, and they're up there for your the viewing most pleasure. Unsocialist media ever. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of which, um, I'm I'm doing a thing now on Untapped. I'm trying to. I'm hoping they don't flag it. I don't know why they would flag it, but in the description spot for the beer, I'm just putting um, listen to episode number whatever for full review. There you go. That way that we're works. not that way we're not typing out, and they know where to find us. Uh, do you have a beer that you want my man here to try, or have any questions, comments, or concerns? Yeah, uh, you could con- you could call or text us at nine one six two five nine thirty thirty. Or email us at therealwthshow at gmail.com. Um, so that's all I got, my dude. That's it. So until then, ladies and gentlemen, Jay. I will talk to you then, or I'll talk to you another time. Jobin. Stop it. Stop it. Ooh, there.